What was really interesting to me is the number of conditions that are actually linked to leak, leaky gut. I mean, I, I didn't know this until I, I actually had this information and read it, the, the number of things that you, you want to talk a little bit about just, I mean, it's a long list. Yeah, go ahead and let's just discuss some of the top ones. Okay, so various conditions, <clears throat> excuse me, linked to leaky gut, autoimmune disease, Digestive disorders such as celiac disease, Crohn's, IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, and food sensitivities. Skin disorders such as acne, psoriasis, and eczema. That surprised me. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Um, arthritis, autism, depression. Um, you're going to talk a little bit about that later, right? Yeah. Uh, chronic fatigue syndrome. That's what I had. Uh, fibromyalgia, Parkinson's disease, kidney disease, obesity, and diabetes. So let's just take a look at what, what that article is talking about. So basically, the, our microbiome or the bacteria in our digestive system are the doorway to our life. In other words, food particles come into our body, whatever we consume, the only way they get into our body is passing through the doorkeeper first, and that's the microbiome. So the microbiome is going to take the food that we get, and it's going to break it down. It's going to pass on the junk and then put the good stuff into our body. When we, our intestines get polluted with things like heavy metals, um, a lot of uh, different medications we've taken, gluten, sugar, which is terrible for leaky gut, and various other stresses and or stressors on our body. People that drink a lot of Coke with uh, aspartame in it, the, the yeah. diet Guilty. Coke stuff. Yeah. Um, it basically, it's not normal. And, and what happens is our microbiome, these bugs, start to get so used to the junk that they alter themselves and they no longer are able to give us good, healthy nutrition through our intestines. So one of the things that Dr. Pampa has taught us and one of the things that we teach in our office is something to, we want to stress the microbiome because the weak, lazy ones will die off and the healthy ones will survive. So we could discuss all of those conditions, autoimmune disease and everything you said, but really let's discuss what to do to get it handled, how to fix it, how to turn it around, because that's really the key. Diagnoses are always just names describing symptoms. Right. So, you know, there used to be 1,492 diagnoses mm -hmm. until two... Two years ago, they decided to change the coding. Now there's over 10,000 diagnoses. It's all one cause, a body that can't heal itself or can't get well. Right. So we want to look at what the microbiome's role is in a body getting well and in getting sick or being sick. So let's, uh, let's start with uh, some of the triggers. Uh, first one being just a poor diet. Yeah, so just think about this. You know, you've got... Um, these these bugs in your intestine and the best way to to really go about this is talk about our ancient cultures our ancient cultures uh they would they would have to go out and hunt for food i always say they'd have to go find a mammoth yeah. they'd run around and stress their bodies out starving themselves until they finally got a mammoth well the digest the bugs in your gut the microbiome a lot of them could not stand that, uh, that period of time without food, and they'd die off. Only a few of the real strong ones would survive. So finally, you go out and you get the mammoth and you eat some mammoth. Don't know what that would taste like, but it might be good. But 
now the microbiome or the digestive uh, things in your digest in your colon can start to live off of that mammoth and then they break down that food so that we can get it into our our body and we survive off of that protein then what would happen a little while later winter would come and they'd these people would have uh, stored grain and they'd have stored fat from that they'd render from the mammoth. So over the winter, when it was so cold, they would eat um, the fat and the grain. Well, and maybe some stored roots. So the, some of the bugs or the microbiome that lived off of that meat can't survive off of those other things. So they'd die off. And then a couple of the, some of the other microbiome that were adaptable would become uh, healthy or they would proliferate or expand in your digestive system, digest that food and give you the sustenance that you needed. When spring would come, sometimes you'd run out of everything. The microbiome, a lot of them would die off. It's called starvation spring. And then when the uh, green uh, plant started to come or the fruits and vegetables, you would now change your diet again. And whatever survived of those microbiome would now um, come to the plate and be able to learn how to digest that different food. So the bugs in our gut had to adapt always. Now, since World War II, we've been able to eat what we want, when we want, wherever we want, with whoever we want, and how much we want. These microbiome have basically gotten lazy and they just sit around and go, feed me, Seymour. You know, yeah. they do not have, they're not stressed. You know, they're getting free food. They're, they're not being challenged. And what they do is they're basically leaking into our digestive system poisons and toxins that they are getting from the environment and the food we eat. And that is making us sick. So if you really look at what's happening in our digestive system, these things are becoming weak and lazy. They're not digesting our food well. They're letting in bad characters that are getting through the now leaky gut, getting into our bloodstream, surrounding our cells, making our cells inflamed. So now the cells are sick and then our energy drops, our immune system drops and we get sick. Yeah, so I guess the simplest um, way to look at it is really survival of the fittest, right? And that's so exactly it. Back in ancient times, the way people ate, hunted, uh, grew their foods, there was a cellular survival of the fittest. Yeah. You know, they, the, the, cell, the weak cells would die off, the strong cells would continue. But now, because of the way we eat our modern diet, and especially with this junk we tend to put into our bodies, including genetically modified foods, um, the, we're just completely screwing up the whole balance of good to bad, weak to strong. And when you're eating the same thing you know, every week because you like it. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're like you said, it's just oh, oh, here comes the food. Great. It doesn't matter what it is because I'm just gonna go ahead and grab it. And, and quite honestly, you know, when you crave ice cream, you crave sugar, you crave bread, you crave all this stuff. Quite honestly, it's probably not you craving it. It's this spoiled microbiome yeah. that is craving the simplest sugar possible and it will make you starve. It will make you crazy. So these bugs in your gut, they're causing a lot of this. We are now looking at, science is now looking at if somebody's sick, we used to look at the body cells to see how to fix the body cell. Well, 
the top end science that we're looking at is going, let's fix the, fix the microbiome in order to fix the body. So we're going to fix the bugs first to fix the body. And, and you really have to understand, this is some of the newest science out there. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. 